Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 267 of the Ask the Coach show, where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. It's Throwback Thursday, and we're going to take a look at a short video called How to Get the Most Out of Your Training. In the questions, we'll chat about how to handle sidespin in the rally, how to introduce friends to the sport, and how to play doubles better. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Thank you, Jeffrey. Good evening, everybody. How are we all? Yeah, well, it's a pretty um, windy sort of night here in Melbourne and a bit of rain about, and uh, yeah, it could be some wild weather, or maybe it's just passed us by. That's right, yes. No, I was just out at... uh, Soccer training, watching soccer training. It's always cold. Always got, always got the beanie handy. <laughs> Very useful in the middle of winter here in yeah. Melbourne, especially yes. with uh, little protection. <laughs> That's right. Um, now, yesterday, Alois, we asked people, "Can Ma Long win the Olympics after two losses in the last two weeks?" Were people still feeling like Ma Long's the man? I think so, yes. So um, Thad said, I think so, yes. Kit said he hasn't strained himself much in the past game, so yes. Um, And uh, Pankaj said, I don't see a non-Chinese player beating him anytime soon. Good point. Um, Yeah. But Eugene's a little bit of a doubter. I know Eugene's a big uh, Ma Long fan, but I think he's just having a few, um, you know, worries. He said, this is part of my concerns. Ma Long can play very, very well at times and can maintain it for a couple of months, but he also has a time where he doesn't perform well. He almost did not lose last year, but he's having a rough 2016. I hope when the Olympic comes around, so does the real Ma Long. Yeah, there you go. So he's just having a few, you know, nervous nervous moments. Yeah, I mean, there's been quite a few comments like, oh, Marlong's out of form, what's wrong? And, like, he lost 11-9 in the seventh to Zuzin. I don't think that means you're out of form. Yeah, and I I, I think uh, Fabio Zambetta has uh, summed it up pretty well. He said... The only player who's beaten him in that period, Zhu Zin, is not going to play him in the singles event. Good point. And moreover, he has probably only played the Opens for prizes and sponsorship reasons. His mind must have been set on Rio right after the Worlds. I think you're pretty close to the mark, Fabio, but any loss that he has is always um, always a surprise, I suppose. Yeah, and I guess when someone's so dominant... It's easy to forget how hard it is to actually win any tournament at all. And so when he loses, you think he's out of form. But really, you know, especially if he's losing close, making the final still, you know, some days just, you know, Zuzin's going to be too good. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think he, well, he's definitely still favourite, right? And the fact that Zuzin isn't in the tournament, as Fabio pointed out, it's very good for Marlong. Indeed. All right. Well, today's Ping Skills question of the day is, have you ever tried playing table tennis outdoors? And if so, how was it? So jump on our Facebook page uh, and leave a comment or onto the Ping Skills website, pingskills.com, and go to the blog and you'll find this question. 
um, inspired. And also, while you're there, take a look at um, some nice pictures we've got of a little outdoor park in Texas. Looks really nice. So check that out at pinkseals.com slash table tennis blog. Okay. Now, it is Throwback Thursday, Alois. Um, what video are we looking at today? Yeah, so we're looking at um, uh, how to train better. And it's a really, it's an interesting little video about it. We did like a 60-second video, and I think we were going to do a series of them, but I think it might have only been the only one. But anyway, um, 60 seconds, that's all you need, and it gives you lots of information. So the three things we talk about, I better check my notes. Um, so one is to train regularly. Make sure that you... Um, it's better to train like a little bit often than to do like, you know, one week of lots and lots of training and then forget about it for two weeks. So train regularly. That's the first thing. The second thing is to make sure you have a focus on what you are training during that session. So each session, make sure that you go out there with a bit of a purpose. Don't just go out there and just train and just hit balls. Think about what you are trying to improve, and that will firstly it'll it'll make the um, the session go a little bit quicker, but it'll also um, really focus your mind on on your improvement. And then the third one is just the intensity. So make sure that when you are out on the table, that your focus is good, your intensity is great during the session. Don't just go out and train for the sake of training, don't go out and just, you know, hit really focus, really intense session. Even if it's a shorter session, intensity is the key. Mm, very interesting. Now, when you hear those three things, you go, wow, that's pretty obvious. But, I mean, you'll be amazed how many people don't train regularly or don't have a focus for their session. And, you know, like you said, just kind of go out there and aren't really concentrating that hard when they're practicing. Yeah. And um, and every, everyone's guilty of it, you know. Everyone's guilty of um, of going out to some sessions where you where you just you know you just go out there and train rather than you know just making sure you prepare yourself well, um, have really good intensity during the session. And and that's the, the other thing. I, th- I think just that little period before the training session is is also really vital. You know, if you prepare mentally. For that session, it makes the session much better. If you just if you're rushing around, you know, um, haven't thought about it <clears throat> beforehand, and then you just turn up at the table, um, you haven't prepared. Like anything, make sure you do some preparation. You know, even write write out a bit of a training plan for the session. Um, that'll that'll really help you to to start to focus focus in on what you're doing. Yeah, good point. And that's a great little segue into the Ping Skills 52-week training plan for our premium members. Um, Yeah, if you're looking for a a way to train better and have focus for your sessions, sign up to our premium membership and try out the 52-week training plan. We break them up into four-week lots, and every four weeks we have a focus. So like on consistency, on, you know, serving, on placement, on spin, we go through a whole range of topics, so it's really good, really helpful to get you training and having a focus for each of your sessions. So check that out at pingskills.com too. All right, and yeah, of course, we'll put a link uh, to that video Alice was talking about. It's just 60 seconds long, so, you know, 
just have a look after this show. Excellent. All right. That means it's now time for the questions. And uh, Mike D has jumped on and asked us a question live on the show. So thanks, Mike. And he says, one of my opponents like to one of my opponents likes to spin the ball high with a lot of side top spin to my backhand during some of our rallies. I'm basically close to the table while he plays further back. I tend to miss many of those shots. How do I counter such tactics? Yeah, so Mike, so basically you're getting a high ball with some side side top on it that's jumping up at you and, and moving sideways. The key here is to utilise that time while the ball's in the air to get yourself into position. Um, it's pretty similar to what we really focus on when um, even just facing a lob, um, a high lob. So that can be an awkward ball. You know, the ball's going to um, jump and it's going to kick and it's going to go sideways. So you need to be away from the table. You need to have moved back away from the table to give yourself more space so that you can then come in and play uh, an attacking stroke. The worst thing you can do, and the thing that I see a lot of players do, is you watch that ball go up, you wait for it to land, and then you try to do something. It's too late. The ball's jumping up at you, turning sideways. It becomes a really difficult shot. So use that preparation time while the ball's in the air, get yourself into position, and then the whole thing becomes a whole lot easier. Mm, makes a lot of sense, yep. Don't just watch the ball, get in a good position. Good advice. All right, and thanks for the question, Mike. And the next question, a little bit similar from Tim. He says, my opponent starts his counterattack and does the side spin, top spin loop. Then I'm unable to return it. I have lost lots of points because of this. Any advice on what I can do? Yeah, so I'll just have a look at that uh, question. Sorry. Um, That's all right. Yeah, just just taking a little bit of time to come up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so Tim Tim's worried about the side spin uh, loop or the side spin top spin, um, and it can be an awkward ball. But there's a couple of things that you really need to focus on. First, make sure you're tracking the ball, especially if you're not used to seeing side spin. The ball's taking a different path. So if it's a right-hander doing a forehand side spin, top spin, it's going to be coming at me and curving this way a little bit. So the, the, the key is there, really watch that ball carefully where it is. The second thing is you can do a couple of things. You can do lots of things. But um, So if that ball is curving around this way, when it hits my bat, it's going to want to go off to my left, so out this way here. So what I need to do is I need to alter the angle of my racket so that I'm countering that side spin on the ball. So by turning my hand back, I'm going to counter the side spin there. The other way you can deal with it, though, is by coming around the side, the outside of the ball and putting your own side spin on it. So the ball's spinning this way. It's a little bit difficult to understand but the ball's spinning around this way it's coming at me it's coming at me and then i just come keep it going in the same spinning direction and come around that side so i'm going to curve that ball back um, into uh, to your opponent as well try both options um it's but i mean the the first thing is to just watch that ball carefully once you watch the ball then you're starting to get a feel 
also make sure you're watching what happens after you hit the ball. So if the first couple go out there, you'll start to get the idea that, okay, I need to change the angle of my racket a little bit more and turn it back and, and do that. But yeah, so two options, turn your racket back like so, or come around and side spin it back uh, to your opponent. All right. Good advice. Okay, Tim. So, yeah, get out there, try those two options and let us know if that helps out. Yeah. So we've got a, we've got a video on um, side spin, top spin, loopy, forehandy things. We'll put a link in the show. Um, and that'll show, show what we're doing there as well. Yeah, good idea. All right. Next up is a question from Arjan who says, I'm about to take a friend of mine to the table tennis club. Should I let him play with my all-round bat? Or should I bother with explaining the correct form of the shake hand grip and the basic serve and the forehand backhand block? And what about the ready position? What sort of advice should Arjan be giving to his friend when he takes him to the club? Okay, Arjan, first up, good work getting your mate down to the club. I love it. Um, the first thing is to just get out there and just hit some balls. So just... Um, Often, often when we, um, and I'm very guilty of this, often when we see a new player, we want to help them and we want to get them better with their strokes and all that sort of, just let him play for a little while. Um, just go out there, pitter-patter the ball back to him, um, just let him control the ball, get a bit of confidence in hitting the ball on the table. And then as he starts to do that, he'll start to um, become a bit curious um, as to uh, how to get better. And then almost let him prompt you as to what he wants to learn. Um, so so that would be my best advice. First up, though, great. Get him down the club. Just get him hitting some balls. Just get him um, hitting and controlling the ball um, and then just see where he wants to go. The first strokes that I would do with players when, they're, when they are learning is probably the forehand counter hit and the backhand counter hit and then doing some switching between the two. And then you can start to think about um, other things. You did talk about the grip, yeah. Probably I'd I'd, um, I'd show the the um, show show your friend how to hold the bat properly. Um, he'll probably be inquisitive enough to uh, to see what you're doing and to see what the other players in the club are doing and and probably copy it. Um, but yeah, so grip, forehands, backhands. But first up, just let him play. Have a look at the video on the most important skill in table tennis. Hmm. Yes, good tip. Um, I'm really guilty of this too, Alois. As soon as someone comes along, I kind of want to help them and want to say, yeah, you've got to get the stroke right and you've got to do this. And But it's kind of a bit overwhelming, isn't it? And I think it just takes away a bit of the enjoyment. And like you said, people just want to play. So it sounds like a bit counterintuitive not to help them a lot, but I think that's the way to let them enjoy it and let them be inquisitive. And like you said... If they do start to, you know, wonder about things, they will ask you. So I think that's really good tip. Um, just the other question I have is, what about the age? Does it matter? Like, um, do kids need more help to start with or adults or all these people? We should really just kind of let them play a little bit first. Yeah, definitely let them play, especially kids. Um, just let them Just let them hit the ball and just get a bit of, feel and experience and just make sure that they're loving it. Um, if you can keep them loving the sport for five years, then 
you've got no problems. They they will they will develop, and they'll be they'll be looking and searching to um, to get the strokes right and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, just just let them enjoy it first. Excellent. All right. Well, great question, Arjun. And as Alloy said, well done, um, everyone. You've got a challenge now. Get a friend, take him down to the table tennis club. Get someone who hasn't played before uh, playing this great game. That's your challenge for this week. All right. Now, Ivan has a question. He says, how do you play better doubles? The first thing is to go and get a very, very good partner. That's it. Done. No. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so um, there's a couple of things to, to consider. Um, firstly, just make sure you do get someone that's compatible with you. Um, it's always easier to play with someone that you enjoy playing doubles with. That's, that's a good starting point. Um, the second thing is to then think about how you, you and your partner are moving around the court. So the key is to try to be as close to your central position as you can, but being out of the way enough so that your partner um, can play their shots correctly. So... Moving's good, but moving, you know, 20 metres back there is no good. You just need to move um, as efficiently as you can to get out of the way of your partner and then back in as quickly as you can. That's that's a good principle. Um, then some other things you can start to think about is, like tactically, um, think about when you are playing a, a pair that you're only hitting to one person for the whole of one game up to 11. So during that game, work out where's the best place to be playing the ball to that particular person. The uh, the other thing, and this is something you can have a bit of a think about. um, So if if my partner and I are standing side by side and and I'm playing to, um, to our opponents, a good idea often is to play the ball down the line if you play cross-court and your partner is standing over here, if you play cross-court over there, then the natural angle is to go back over here, which means that you're going to be in the way. If you play straight down the line, the natural angle is for them to hit it back to your partner. So so have a little bit of a think about that and play, play around with that idea as well uh, when you're playing doubles. You know, there's a whole lot of other things like, you know, giving hand signals to your to your um, partner as to what type of serve you're going to do. And you can start to get a little bit more advanced with uh, with those sort of things. You can even give re- receiving signals as to the direction that you're going to return the ball to. So lots and lots of ideas. Um, we do have a doubles um, strategy um, video in our match strategy lesson. So that's something that you might want to go and have a look at as well. It's a premium lesson, but, you know, Join up. Um, even if you join for a month, you get to watch that all of our premium lessons. So worthwhile. Do it. Absolutely. Good one. And good question, Ivan. So, yeah, try out those tips and let us know if that helps you out. Excellent. All right. That wraps up show 267. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, yeah, make sure you check out pingskills.com. And as I said, sign up for our free premium, not for our free, sign up for our free newsletter and then sign up for our premium membership if you want to really improve. Excellent. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, Alloys.
Thank you, Jeffrey. And we shall see you tomorrow night, Australian time. Oh, and to all the uh, taxation accountants out there, happy end of financial year. You must be so excited. Some of the year. Uh, exactly. New Year's Eve for the financial people. Well, in yeah, but I think, I think some people uh, might do it in October, but anyway, most people. Yeah. And does, yeah, where, where, US, US, tell us where, when does your financial year finish? Australia, 30th of June. Indeed. All right. Very All right. Okay. Happy Bye. financial New Year's Eve. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.